I have uh, a Coke card. Did you did you use it to uh, chop up rails of Coke? Yeah, <laughs> because that would be <laughs> astoundingly appropriate. Yeah, sixteen year old me, absolutely. Hey, I was doing blow at sixteen. One of us had to. Too much energon. <laughs> Too much energon. <laughs> the planet does have Unicron. Too much energon. Too much energon. Too much energon. More than a sufficient amount. The year is 2018. It is the future. Come with us. Take our hands and prepare yourselves to enter the third dimension. <laughs> Raise the roof. <laughs> We're in the Mer third dimension, brother. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Maximals. Uh, for for the audio listeners, the the joke here is that we me and Cal are both wearing uh, anaglyph three D glasses. Uh, this is uh, episode one hundred six of Too Much Energon, and this is part one of our twenty twenty two holiday special, coming to you live from a mysterious uh, flying. Uh, reindeer-drawn sleigh somewhere over the North Atlantic. I am the Siege, one of your hosts. And um, somewhere in the flying over the South Pole, uh, firing rockets at all those on my naughty list, is Robot Santa, NeoCal. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Cal? It's going pretty good. Yeah. This all uh, came about us wearing these 3D glasses because there's a zoom filter that puts them on you. And I was like, hold on, I'll be right back. And Siege was like, me too. <laughs> and here we are. And, and here we are, born to be three-dimensional kings. Born to be Frosty the, the snow robot. Uh, Frosty, Frosty the snowbot? Fro Frostus. Frostbite. Frost. Frostatron. Fro fro no, Frostbite sounds more like a GI Joe. It does. Yeah. Frostatron. Uh, Frostatron. The Snowbot. Yeah, the Snowbot. There we go. <laughs> I'm sure there is a GI Joe named Frostbite. There's a GI Joe named like fucking everything. <laughs> now that you've said that, and I'm like, has to be right. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... Uh storming outside it's a winter storm here up in canada eh? yeah uh, uh winter is here john snow yeah yeah and, it's uh um, well it's time to time to know things otherwise yeah, you're in trouble <laughs> yeah it's uh it, it's fittingly uh pretty pretty snow covered outside outside of uh where i live and apparently where cal lives as well it's snowing down there too is it who would have thought yeah who would have thought Storm warning. Yeah, it doesn't usually, uh, despite the stereotype that Canada is this big, like, snowy, like, frozen wasteland, it actually very rarely snows where we live. And it's unusual for it to snow in December. Like, yeah. It usually doesn't snow until, like, January or February. Yeah. 
and sometimes late like blizzards even in like freaking march yeah like last year uh, i remember being at work uh, and i think it was in like april and all of a sudden there was just snow and i'm like <laughs> no. and we're all just like what uh -huh. the fuck <laughs> uh <-huh." laughs> that was fucking weird a yeah. lot too yeah yeah it it snowed. It didn't stick, but it snowed for quite a while. Yeah, it, yeah. it was pleasant while it it lasted. Yeah, uh, much like the Transformers film franchise, except except not. it's not. <laughs> um, it, what a weird, wild ride. Um, we've talked about this before here on Too Much Energon. Um. I bowed out after like the second or third <laughs> movie. Right. Um, like I, th there's one with like the, the uh, Dinobots. Um, that was the fourth one, Age of Extinction. I saw that in theaters and I fell asleep. Yes, that's the famous I, I fell asleep. I fell dinosaurs asleep. Dinosaurs and giant robot movie. I never actually got to see the Dinobots because I and that movie is so fucking long. And the Dinobots apparently only appear in like the last like ten minutes. But like I never actually got to see them because I fell the fuck asleep. That movie like was made an hour for China. Like an hour and a half into the film. Come here, you stupid camera. There we go. Yeah, uh, that those movies. Well, we jokingly, except not jokingly, say that those movies are made for China. Uh, except then you look at the box office, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, they're <laughs> they're made to make money in and make money in and for China. Yeah, there was this big trend <clears throat> in the early to mid 2010s of, and we've talked about this before, but of. Uh, big Hollywood productions partnering with uh, Chinese investors and like they would like they would usually have like one like really famous like Chinese uh, uh, movie star who would be in the film for like 10 minutes or something like that. But the Chinese cut has them as the main character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like a bunch of Marvel movies did that in the early 2010s. The Transformers movies did that. I think one of the Fast and the Furious movies did that too. The Tokyo Drift was. Well, that that was a little bit before that, but. Um... Oh, you're right. You're right. I'm trying to think though. No, Tokyo Drift was an outlier movie. Didn't really feel connected to the rest of the franchise. No, and I, I remember that because I remember Tokyo Drift uh, and also Tokyo is Japan, but um, Tokyo Drift. Oh, just call it Shanghai Drift. White people <laughs> won't know the difference. <laughs> Shanghai Drift. I remember Tokyo Drift. I, I was working at a video store called, called Movie Gallery at the time when that film came out. And uh, this was pre-Blockbuster. Oh, okay, then. We yeah. are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> so they shut down, and then I went and worked at Blockbuster for another, like, two and a half years, and then they shut down. <laughs> Rip in peace. Rip in pieces. Um, no, I, I, I remember Tokyo Drift coming out on DVD and being like, oh, this has, like, nothing to do with the, like, previous two Fast and the Furious movies, because I'd seen the first one once with a friend, and I had a friend drag me to see Too Fast, Too Furious in theaters. And that's still, to this day, I 
I think that movie came out in like 2002 or 2003. To this day, that's the only time I've ever seen that movie. <laughs> um, I've never watched any one Fast and Furious movie more than once. I haven't even seen them all. Uh, when Tokyo Drift came out, I was like, oh, okay, so they're... This this has to be like a direct to video spinoff or something, and like this is the way this franchise is going. And in but no, then they came out with like Fast and the Furious Four, Four Fast, Four Furious, Five Fast, Five Furious, and et cetera, et cetera. And eventually it got to a point where these movies were making like Furious Five. Where these movies were making like a billion and a half dollars at the box office. And I'm like This is how you know the the shadow dimension because after the second one, they should have been direct to TV, direct to video. And indeed, they should have been right? like Tokyo Drift type stuff. Right? Like direct to like direct to DVD, no no cinema uh airing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, no no cast members from the previous movies. Maybe like after a few like direct to video spin-offs, they can get like one actor and not Vin Diesel or like Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> but like one like secondary character from like the first movie for like a quick cameo. Right, like uh before he had become more mainstream with it, uh like the blonde dude, um rest his soul, um Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Yeah, like maybe he's the the Steven Seagal of the Fast and Furious <laughs> movies, right? But um, but no, that's but not no. the way the fran that franchise oh, went. Shit. Just a license to print money. Like we've even made the joke. It's like what is left them like racing on the fucking moon? Mars. <laughs> them in space. I guarantee you there's going to be a Fast and Furious movie there, in space. There's been talk of it. Like legit from the 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 director, he's been like teasing the fact that they're gonna go to space in the next one. I caught the tail end of one on TV one time, and they were like racing across, like, like um, like the Arctic like ice plate, and it was cracking, and they were chasing a nuclear submarine that was breaching. Oh. Or something. And I don't I'm know. Like, what the fuck? Or, or was that was that a James Bond movie? Who knows? I if you I have seen I have seen the first one, and I have seen Too Fast, Too Furious. You know again. What we should at, do. As I as I said, I saw Too Fast, Too Furious in theaters once, and have and not seen it since. Dragged you to Tokyo Drift? No, no. Uh, friend dragged me to uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. I've never seen Tokyo you Drift. You should do blind commentary. The, all the Fast and Furious movies. Or, like, the latest one, having, like, no context for anything. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I did bad see... Guy, good guy, nobody knows. I did see that spinoff with The Rock and Jason Statham, though, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. That's that was fun. Those characters from Fast and Furious? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that was fun. Forgettable, but fun. I saw it in theaters, and... <laughs> Once again, have never felt the urge to rewatch it. I was like, oh, that, that, that was a enjoyable time that I just had. Anyway. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you well, later. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I, I think the Fast and the Furious movies are, and 
and to a lesser extent, the Transformers movies are the cinematic definition of big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. <laughs> Anyone wondering, um, that's an improvised line uh, from Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And uh, what happened? They were just paying some people like near 7-Eleven or convenience store. Yeah, there were these two dudes uh, to hang who just, out in the background as extras. Yeah, there, there were these two dudes who were just at this Seven Eleven, or uh, it's the scene when they're refilling the the uh, shaggy van with gas, yeah. and yeah, yeah. There, there were these two dudes who were uh, just hanging out in front of a convenience store, and uh, the the film crew, like they were setting up to shoot there, and they're like, "Hey, well, do you, do you just want to be extras?" And they're like, yeah, okay. Um, we'll give you a hundred bucks to stand there. To just stand there, yeah, yeah. And You're so Jim, holding big gulps. <laughs> and, and so uh, Jim Carrey, like, walks when he walks out, he decides to like go off script and improv, and try and actually get them to talk because if their part had become like speaking parts, they would have to be credited and paid. And it's a more. minor role. Yeah, they get paid more. Uh, but they were told not to engage, and uh, to their credit, they didn't. They just stared at him and didn't say anything. But, but Jim Carrey was, like, trying to get them to talk, and he's like, huh, well, big gulps, huh? Cool. Well, see you later. <laughs> yeah, that awkward pause is they're just, like, looking at him. And yeah. to give them credit, if they had spoken, that scene probably would have been cut. It, it would have been cut, yeah. So... <laughs> good for them yeah uh anyway uh cal what have you what do you got planned for christmas um, this this being part one of our 2022 holiday special and all we should talk about the holidays a little bit eating some sort of food um good thing to do just yeah, in general eating some sort of food um exchanging of the gifts is to be to be had um paying some money to get my car <laughs> fixed yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yes uh part two of our uh holiday special which is release date is tba at the moment is uh kind of dependent on uh, th uh the fixing of the automobile mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's gonna happen because i need it damn it yes just like I need Bumblebee and Cheetor and Beasts Rising. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Beast Rising, this is episode 106 of Too Much Energon. And this week, we are doing something a little different. We're going to do live commentary of the 2018 film Bumblebee. Bumblebee. It was released. It was released on December 21st of 2018, which at the time of recording is almost exactly four years ago now. Shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Time of recording is December 19th of 2022. Four years hence. Jeez, that's like a whole president term. That, that is a, an entire president's term. Four years. Oh, God. Two more years until another shit show in our southerly neighbor. 
I like yep. how um two more years the until uh, of the country that we're, we're not in affects fucking social arguments more than our own fucking politics do in our country or in Canada, by the way. Well, as someone who uh, works in a part of the shithole town that he's in that is filled with. Uh... God, I hate that place. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah, if you're me too. a listener, though, I and you're from North Island in BC, so am I. So I say that <laughs> with. <laughs> I, I I'm just gonna like spread the Yuletide here and just be blunt about it. Nanaimo, British Columbia, is a shithole town. The f- there's a convergent, uh, convergent evolution, convergent line of thinking. I've heard multiple people come up with the same thing. Nanaimo hmm. is the place where dreams go to die. I don't know if we all got it from one person or we've different people have thought about that phrase at the same time. I, I, I like to think it's convergent, right? Like how um, the bow and arrow was invented in multiple cultures across the world throughout time. Multiple right. people have lived in and have come to the conclusion. <laughs> yeah, I conclusion. I've heard uh, people here, like even colleagues of mine, say that. So it's uh, it's a pretty... If the young people don't like their own town, that's uh, the young and old, then, uh, well, it's time to get the fuck out of Dodge. I'm trying, damn it. That's why we live on the internet, folks. You heard me. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, my my point my point uh, that I was trying to make with that is like I work in a place that uh, has a lot of redneck clientele, and they're all like "fuck Trudeau." Yeah, I got the bumper sticker on the back of my pickup truck, my Ford F one fifty. Yeah, and the old uh, 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 just keep it you know uh, safer uh, public viewing and. Uh, you know, because we don't want to, we don't want to uh, corrupt the minds of young kids or anything like that. We got uh, the the U is replaced with a maple leaf. That's right. Because this is America, Canada. Damn it. That's right. Trump for <laughs> Prime Minister, twenty twenty two. Uh. Fuck, fuck, fuck Biden and fuck Trudeau. I bet they're probably. <laughs> I bet they're probably like bumming it in the back. Well, uh, probably having homosexual sex as we speak. <laughs> I better go on to uh, to Pornhub just to make sure they're not on there. <laughs> I better uh, better head to Pornhub and say that's <laughs> Trudeau. <laughs> Goddamn queers! Now, uh, now, uh, fi- find me that uh, that uh, tranny porn site that I like. I need to. Like a like a good to, like a good conservative. I need to downvote it and write a hateful comment. As I fap. So for some context for that, uh, uh, the the joke that I was making there. Uh, also, apologies for uh, using the the term tranny. I know it's uh, uh, it's a pejorative nowadays. Um, it was in the context of a joke, but the 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 joke there was that we. Uh, discovered uh, last summer that uh, well, it turns out the um, uh, the 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 most red states in America have the like highest search rates for uh, transgender porn. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought the uh, the do uh, as I say, not as I do, generation? Exactly. Anyway, let's get to this commentary track. So what we have uh, what we have done is we have paused the movie, and, and so like if you want to sync up with us and uh, watch the movie in real time along with us, what we have done is we have paused the film right after the smash cut to black are right at the the smash cut to black of the paramount logo at the beginning of the film it's about 25 seconds in right so, before the um the uh all spark oh, i'm gonna interview. i'm gonna take these 3d glasses off <laughs> all right so yeah, they're um kind of hurting our the bit's over damn it yeah it probably went on went on a little longer than it should have just like my marriage <laughs> oh all right fuck you now yeah i know right all right so we're gonna say three two one maximize and then hit play yeah uh again right after the smash cut to black of uh from the paramount logo so three two one maximize all spark pictures And DB pictures. And DB pictures. And oh, speaking Tencent. Of, speaking, say, of giant, speaking of giant China. Chinese corporations. Cybertron. Doesn't this look hype as shit? He, yes, yes it does. Look at the design of these fucking Transformers. I love it. Juggernaut? You got the touch. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> one shall stand, one shall fall. The dude is still a sports car on Cybertron? Huh. I guess, yeah. There he is. It's me, Soundwave, Shockwave, Starscream. Dude, they look dope. I know, right? It's what I was. It's what I was. Uh, the Seekers Can turn we just into have their this movie. The Seekers turn into their flying triangles. <laughs> But yes, right? Can we just have this movie? Planet Energon. But I wonder why that is. Yeah. Like, they can exist in space, right? No, I just, like... I've seen this movie a few times now, and I'm still a little perplexed at why the Decepticons finding Earth spells certain doom for the Autobots. 
I mean, in the G1 cartoon, it was because Earth had a lot of... Or, no, not even. I don't know. I was going to say Earth had a lot of Energon, but I'm like, no, wait, that's something they introduced in Beast Wars. But Earth was rich in resources in G1. But this movie doesn't really go into that. Well, that's their meeting place, and damn it, they're not going to change plans. You know how long it takes to get a... Uh, a reservation at Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> Speaking of 1987... It's a good year. Cool dudes were born on that year. I was going to say, it's the year you were born, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm a fan of uh, 1985 myself. So is my partner. Holy shit. Take that. <laughs> snaps his neck and dies <laughs> see on paper that's a really stupid bit but John Cena's comedic timing really sells it uh, honestly yeah yeah. If it was just like the a military like serious dude, yeah. That wouldn't have that would have been cheesy. Yeah. As soon as they came out of the woodworks, I was like, oh, they're wearing um they're wearing uh airsoft helmets. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it was paintball. Yeah, it yeah, it was paintball. Like paintball. He's got paint on him. Yeah. But it wasn't a paintball gun. Yeah, he would have way more paint on him with all of the uh, pellets that John Cena was shooting at him. They don't always explode. If I'll get into that. That's for another time. They hurt more when they don't explode and they just bounce off you. Oh, there's a giant robot. You can see that. So this is first contact, huh? Yep. I like how his impact crater is like nothing. <laughs> oh, I guess he could have slowed down, slowed his descent. Hey, we're not uh we're not we're not going for realism in these uh these movies here. How dare you? So they're chasing a robot alien in jeeps yeah who why is there a harpoon <laughs> on that jeep hold up got... okay i never thought of that before but that makes no sense well there's nothing like hunting bears <laughs> okay folks they just harpooned bumblebee but there's no explanation about why there's a harpoon gun on, on a, a jeep in the forest a jeep in the forest 
<laughs> like John Cena's not. I love it. They're not like fucking Captain Ahab out here. <laughs> White whale, holy grail. <laughs> Hey, look, it's Stargate Command. Right? <laughs> it's probably filmed in the same spot. It looks a lot like the same mountain, to be perfectly so, honest. And I, I was looking at the recently. I was I was looking at the, the, the forest here and my immediate thought was like, wow, this looks real a lot like BC. Hmm. And indeed, Cheyenne Mountain, quote unquote, Cheyenne Mountain, uh, uh, complex where the SGC is located uh, was indeed just BC. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the same mountain. Gets to Earth, can immediately speak English. Good thing the uh, Cybertronians speak English, huh? Uh oh. oh. <clears throat> Who called in the Air Force? What's the Air Force? Run, they're die, dead. <laughs> <clears throat> I like how they all conveniently have real armor and real guns when they were just playing paintball. Yeah, in the <laughs> as a training exercise or like a leisure team building exercise. Actually, yes, dude, he just got here. It it's like I'm a robot in disguise or something, and we're the robots in the skies. Yeah, get him. I like that Bumblebee has a voice. Well, don't get too used to it. And I was going to say, it's unfortunate that his voice box gets fucky. Well, that Decepticon is quite large. Brand Starscream. So that's how it happened. And I guess he was never able to synthesize another one. Yep, he can uh, change his alt form on the fly, but he can't uh, regenerate his like speech speech synth synthesizer synthesizer. No, you. No, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> and well, boom goes the dynamite. You had missiles that can blow yourself up on you. 
All it was Arkham humans. Memory cells failing. Too much. Damage. <laughs> John Cena, the lone survivor, crawls <laughs> from the wreckage. <laughs> He's about to go super Cena. <laughs> Look at that mountain. Beautiful. It is. I thought he was going to crawl to the water and start like drinking it. <laughs> Transforming into family RV from 80s. Oh, <laughs> he's like, hey, that's yellow. I know. <laughs> yeah, why did he choose that in particular? Because it was yellow. Kind of stands out more, huh? Yeah. The yellow Jeep. Uh, I was hoping he'd stay a yellow Jeep. Yeah, I guess he can't... Uh, change his color. Change his color, yeah. Wow, it's the 80s. We know it's the 80s because they're playing an 80s song. And because they have 80s technology like um, a Walkman and uh, alarm clocks. Some movies are really good at recreating an era. Um, this one isn't, in my opinion. This does not feel, despite the, the 80s music and the 80s tech, this does not feel like it's the 80s to me. So far, it feels like somebody trying to make their room look like the 80s. Yeah. People in the 80s liked music more than people do now. That's always a trope, an 80s trope. People listening to 80s music, but it's like, people that were alive in the 80s tend to adults in the 80s i should say tended to not like the 80s <laughs> disgusting heterose heterosexual relationship in my house what what is this the 50s <laughs> Where's breakfast? Breakfast is conveniently located in the cupboards and the fridge. I really like that actress. I, I'm not sure what her name is, but she was on this uh, show I used to watch called uh, Californication. I remember that. Yeah, with David Duchovny. It was a really yeah. good show. Went on a little longer than it probably should have. How much have. money I need to fix my car? A rotundo hundo. I prefer cash. You're a kid. Shut up. He's a yellow belt. Just like Bumblebee. <laughs> He's a yellow belt, so he is uh, basically rank one. Yeah. I was a yellow belt in karate. What's the trope with an insufferable 
like teenager. Wouldn't it have been nice if like she was just, you know, nice to her mom? But that's no fun. Yeah, we need we need conflict in our uh uh I don't like that giant trope. robot space monster movie. I, I don't like that trope. Like just have her be nice to her mom. That outfit though. Hey, I just ain't corn dogs. I've had a corn dog for a long time. I haven't either, so I bought some corn dogs. Churros. Were they called churros in the eighties, or were they called like cinnamon sticks? Because like, oh, you don't want like white people don't want to eat Mexican candy. I met somebody that was like, oh, I don't like churros, and then I bought one from 7-Eleven and they were I was like here you go man and he's like oh these are pretty good these aren't churros and I'm like what do you think churros are it's just bread with sugar on it dude yeah time to take off my shirt <laughs> let's go I'm actually not a big, I'm not a big fan of churros they're it's they're just bread they're, they're just doughy bread sticks with sugar on it they're they're too sweet for me traditionally like if they were like traditionally made they're they're not very sweet they're also like they're deep fried right and i've i've talked about this before but i've been discovering in recent months that i don't really like deep fried food anymore she on an e-bike yeah they didn't have that was an e-bike there's no gas tank on that. Yeah. 80s. <laughs> that was not a dirt bike. No, no, it was a... It, yeah, it was an electrical bike. Yeah. Yeah, a poor kid in the 80s had a modern e-bike. Okay. Oh, but it made a... Wee sound so that's how you know it's a dirt bike <clears throat> was the budget um spent on cg and they couldn't buy like a 400 dollars dirt bike for this movie the budget was spent on cg and the licensed soundtrack oh <laughs> and paying um paying uh michael Uh, this was, actually wasn't directed by Michael Bay. I, w I stopped mid-sentence instead of saying Michael Bay because I was like, wait, this one wasn't Michael Bay. He produced it, but he, he didn't direct it. Thankfully, he... <laughs> uh, thankfully, he isn't directing Rise of the Beasts either. Oh. Graciously. Mercifully. <laughs> He's not directing Rise of the Beasts. I guess I should mention, uh, listeners, the, the reason why I, I chose this as part of our holiday special this year is because Rise of the Beast is a follow-up to this movie. Hey, there were bumblebees underneath. Get it? Because he, his name is Bumblebee. Um, the short shorts with the undergarments poking through the bottom is a very modern look. Not modern, but it, it was a very, like, 2000s to, like, early 2010s it, that's look. That's coming back now, too? Yeah. 
having a, like a Spanx or like whatever, like sh um, fishnets or whatever the deal is coming out from your shorts. Um, also, yeah, it was like so a... all those bands that she has on, that was a 2000s thing. Yeah. All those plastic, like, like having like a dozen, like tiny little thin wristbands. But I'm just nitpicking. Hey, they're on one of Saturn's moons. It's Cliff Jumper. <laughs> My name is Cliff Jumper. Thanks for telling us. I don't like his face. How did they know that was the signal? It was the radio. The Cheers theme. That's B-127's favorite show. And then click gets cut in half. Rest in peace, good buddy. Rip in peace. I like how they can see Earth. <laughs> moons, and it's like, no, you can't. Shut up. I always find it funny in uh, movies and TV when, like, space, like, objects in space, like the moon or, like, other planets, are way fucking bigger <laughs> than they should be. <laughs> it's like, okay, if we were seeing it that up close, it would be, like, fucking orbiting us. Like, to the point of, like, like actively affecting our our planet's gravity. <laughs> oh, if it were that big? Yeah. Well, oh, the moons? Yeah. Yeah. Just in, in movies and TV in general, like like a lot of the times you'll see like uh, in like you'll you'll see like other planets or moons that are just like unrealistically close. The sense of scale uh, <clears throat> comes second to uh, cinematography. She's a mechanic girl. Oh, her shorts are just rolled up. Okay, she gets a pass on that. Chocolate milk? That's very 80s. Okay, this feels 80s, except for their gigantic entryway. They live in a mansion? But like the this living room, def definitely. She's like, how dare they have fun and like enjoy their time together as a family? Shakes their head disapprovingly. Don't they know I'm having trouble fixing my car? Assholes. No, I I've seen this movie before and she is is actually a pretty sympathetic character and the movie does go into why she's behaving the way she is. Oh, of course. Like her dad's dead and yeah. Her mom like remarried. That's probably her step sibling. Mhm. Mm right. Doesn't mean you have to be a jerk to people. Yeah, she's also like 18 though. I know it's hard to believe, but 
I wasn't mean to my mom when I was a teenager. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Do you not know who your daughter is? My mom would never get me something that's like not my aesthetic. Uh, my mom would and has many times. <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. You know what? I immediately changed my mind now. Fuck these guys. <laughs> This guy is literally telling a, a young woman that she needs to smile more. <laughs> also, her mom, like, getting her, like, a pretty pink flower-covered helmet. Okay, so I get where her mom is coming from. And I actually yeah. remember, like, or not remember, but, like, like in the, in the 80s and 90s, like, people, like, the importance of, like, wearing helmets. You need uh, to wear helmets. a helmet. Yeah, yeah, the importance of uh, wearing a helmet on a bicycle or a motorcycle, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it, that was the era when it was, like, really being, like, heavily emphasized. So, like, her mom probably saw a thing on the news or whatever about people, like, dying from, like, not wearing helmets. So she knows her daughter rides a bike around all the time. So I, I, I get where her mom's coming from on this. But also, I get why uh, uh, Haley Steinfeld is was kind of disappointed by it, because it's like, like you said, it's it's not her aesthetic. And if she could have bought a floral one, she also could have just bought a black one. Yeah, and then let her own daughter put stickers on it. It's not like, oh, geez, they were all out of white or black. And I had to got, get you the pink floral one. So that guy just hired her, but said, you can have it if you can fix it. Yeah. I like how there's a... A montage of her just like doing different things and then it suddenly works <laughs> that's how mechanics works she's like later i quit <laughs> not looking where she's going immediately crashes she's happy though <laughs> With her big, oh, like, yes. big wave and, like, big stupid smile. I like that. <laughs> yeah, me too. So they do live in a mansion. Something that could have been bought for, like, 50 grand in the 80s, worth, like, 15 million now. Yep. Is that Bumblebee's dick? That's <laughs> what it kind of looks like. <laughs> <sighs> Do 
it's amazing that she could look at the engine, look at all the parts of the car and not realize this is like super advanced alien technology. I was kind of, I was going to make a joke uh, during that montage about how like, wow, it's a good thing she un has a comprehensive understanding of Cybertronian technology. Yeah. Oh, well, here's your Energon capacitor. Here's your problem. Your Energon capacitor is blown. <laughs> Suddenly there's a fucking face. Oil spits all over her face. <laughs> that's not a, that's not oil, baby. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long no nut November. <laughs> Thank you for fixing me. We have now entered the third dimension. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You know, I you know, thought for sure he was going to crush. You ever watch some movies and like the CGI in them is like great and like you can suspend your disbelief and whatnot, but like sometimes, like in that scene right there, it just looks like a 3D character in a real world space. The faster you're moving, the less noticeable it is. Yeah, yeah. And when you have like a very real garage, it like that very very obvious to me it was very visually ob obvious. It was very visually obvious that it was a uh, CGI character in a actual sp like live action space. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that he was able to transform perfectly silently. Well, you see, they only make that that classic like that classic sound that I have never been able to mouth properly. They only make that sound on Cybertron. Oh, I see. Or see, when they're transforming on screen, it's slow. Yeah, when they're I when they're trans the same corner. When they're transforming on screen, uh, there's a bunch of like metal clanging, and it takes absolutely for like it takes fucking forever just for dramatic effect. And when they're transforming, when your mom's trying to look past you, it's immediate and completely silent. Isn't it amazing how okay the main characters are of movies interacting with like death robots? Put the weapon down, lady. He's to be fair, I think I, I think I could probably wrap my head around something like this. I think the average person probably can't. I think the average person would be like, "Mom," and they'd run out screaming. Oh. 
I wonder if Bumblebee likes scritches. <laughs> Does Bumblebee like scritches or bitches? Or both. <laughs> or scritches from bitches. Scritches from bitches. Ain't nothing in life but to be legit. Scritches from bitches, son. <laughs> You? I do not believe for a second that that girl listens to Motorhead. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? She likes working on cars and she wears black. How dare you? Slow down and speak English more clearly. Me, me, Charlie. You, what you name? Isn't it a? They, they actually made that 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 joke on an episode of Mash once, where they're like, "He's not gonna understand English better just because you're saying it more slowly." <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I wonder where that trope probably since the dawn of time but yeah that's a that's like a, a tv trope for sure totally guzzlin gas guzzlin and gas nanaimo hey she was in uh uh rules of engagement oh yeah it was a sitcom that had david spade and uh patrick warburton I'm not a big sitcom person, but I did kind of like that show. He looks familiar, too. Dies standing in front of a meteor. I was going to say, well, what are you going to do? Doing here? what he loved, talking about his car. <laughs> to be fair, that's a pretty sweet car. Yeah. Shame. She's got some like trashy 80s mom milf vibes going. Oh yeah, I always thought she was hot on uh, Rules yeah, of Engagement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, wow, my car's okay. Good thing it was able to transform into it the second... And wow, it can drive itself now. Wow, they're friends. Earthlings. Okay. okay, so here's what I don't understand about these fucking movies. They take alt forms because they're robots in disguise. And then immediately... And then immediately transform. So what the fuck is the point of being in oh, disguise? Yeah. Why didn't they just drive away? Why would they kill one of them? That's another TV trope I don't like. It's like, let's just be evil because...
Yeah, so they're like their disguise is blown now. Yeah. Why that's a good point. I wouldn't have caught that. But yeah, that like, oh, we need to show how evil we are by like killing someone. Just one of them though. Yeah, just the one. Why why wouldn't you kill both of them? Because, you know, we need to let one report us that way that our that we're our robot in disguisedness becomes moot. (laughs) Becomes moot, yeah. That's a good point. Why not just drive away? Yeah. Also, they didn't get information from those humans, so why show them your robot form and then kill one? Yep. Wow, they're terrible Decepticons. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a case of sniffles right now. Ah, uh, the sniffles. Bitch. Whatever, <laughs> slut. Fuck you. <laughs> the fact that she's in the 80s, but she's riding this. It's supposed to be a moped, but mopeds did not look like that. No, they did not. Also, I think a moped is a actually like a specific brand. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. Also, good job, Mom, at stealing your daughter's car. I like how she's like, oh, cool, you have a car. Well, I guess it's mine now. Yep, I've been there. You're under my roof. All your shit belongs to me. Uh, when I had my car over the summer, when I was living with my uncle, he would uh, uh, borrow it without asking quite regularly. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, it's one of those things that I kind of just... Uh, Whatever, had, yeah. Had to just deal with. But it was it was a thing. Is it still 18, 1987? Or are we in the future a bit? It is still 1987. There's a picture of Ronald Reagan on the That's wall. That's how you know. That's how you know. It's time to go Texas on their ass. Her name's Dutch. I thought I can't it was remember Charlie. what her name is actually. Oh yeah, it's Charlie, right? <clears throat> Giant metal hand. <laughs> Let me clear your hair. I find it weird how I I find it weird how meek and cowardly Bumblebee is considering how we saw him earlier in the film. 
I guess they're trying to make him like he was in past movies or they're making him childlike because his memories were wiped. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's probably that. <laughs> he understands that to hide he needs to transform and now you're dead it's it doesn't pass the refrigerator test but it's a funny it's a fun sight gag yeah yeah <laughs> biologicals are inbound The humans are incoming. Hey, I worked with that guy. I'd love it if they just like blew him up immediately after he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how they show mercy, but not to rednecks. John Cena's like, you know, we speak English and we can hear you. <laughs> I like how he's like, sup, I'm Agent Burns. But your name's Decepticons. How did he pick up on that? I was going to say, literally, our eyes? <laughs> Like, yeah, how did he pick up on that? I didn't. <laughs> that was... That's very much one of those, like, moments in a movie where you're like, yeah, this is... This is a line that someone wrote. That's the only reason they're saying that. Why did he care about one... One Autobot? I don't know. M much like I was saying at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, I don't understand why the Autobots are doomed if the Decepticons find Earth. But, like, they know Wh where Earth is, but they're just after Bumblebee? Why but, is he but, but also, like, why are they just after Bumblebee? That's what I mean. Like, where is everyone else? On the moon? Saturn's plant? Moons? Or are they just hunting them down one by one and I'm overthinking it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know, and I've seen this movie several times. <laughs> <clears throat> Interesting that he has the complexity to communicate through reinterpreting different radio stations and putting those pieces together in real time 
versus just having a voice box. I like how the bottom of his feet kind of look like the uh, bottom of like hiking boots. Hmm. Hey, look, help us, Charlie. You're our only hope. <laughs> gonna Shit. throw out a uh, controversial opinion here. I don't oh. think Peter Cullen has it anymore. As the uh, the voice of Optimus Prime, he just he sounds too old now. How dare you? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Try try Predicus agent special agent Ravage. Can we just can, can we just have this movie, please? <laughs> I was like Oh, it's over. <laughs> can we just have that movie, please? <laughs> it's I, I I don't understand why no one no one at Hasbro or Paramount has come to the realization that like they could just That's give us that more interesting than <laughs> they could just give us that movie and it would print money. It's for the moms and dads. They want to sit down and go, oh, look at this lovely young lady making a robot friend. But where's the love interest? Like it's. Maybe? Yeah, but I like the moms and dads are like are like our age now, though. It's a good point. Like, the moms and dads of today are the people who watched the G1 cartoon when they were kids. It's hard to imagine that there's an audience for this, but not an audience for... Uh, <laughs> not an audience for... Uh, just a Cybertron movie. <laughs> hey, he likes Breakfast Club. Yeah. That's what I was laughing about. He's like, Charlie? But that's this girl's name. She's an athlete? Please, Mom, don't hit me. <laughs> I was just watching TV. He's repressing childhood uh, memories of the Autobots whipping his ass into shape. Maybe he had a Decepticon babysitter. When <laughs> There we go, it's can that's canon. And it would be <laughs> they would be his I, I don't know why. <laughs> that, that was that's so funny to me. <laughs> it's just the implication. 
<laughs> Decepticon babysitter. <laughs> I said transform, you little bastard. For no dessert. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why after his memories he was repressed back to childhood he's like oh he's jumpy and sensitive <laughs> hey the smiths are pretty good yeah fuck you bumblebee <laughs> fuck you and your stupid taste i <laughs> get it there's no way this girl had rick astley cassette this girl who was wearing a uh, motorhead shirt earlier yeah totally listens to pop right and that's all well and that's part of the reason why i said uh earlier that i don't believe for a second that this girl listens to motorhead is because all she's been listening to is like pop and new wave in this movie what's she doing does he have a record player on him is he gonna put on some vinyl some smooth jazz i didn't see what it was neither did i oh lady wipe down your your vinyl can't tell what it is. Marvin Gaye? Oh, I think it's that song from Ghost. For your touch. Yeah. What is that? Where's my phone? song from ghost oh i think it uh, actually i think it's called like unchained melody by the righteous brothers yeah 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 good memory Yeah, it just popped into my head. I'm like, I'm like, right, it has a title that is never said in the song. And then I'm like, yeah, Unchained Melody just came to me. But to me, it's always the song from Ghost. <laughs> when did Ghost come out? Uh, 1989, I think. It's right, like either early 90s or very like It must be very early 90s, like 91. Survey says. 1990, split the difference. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s started with Ghost. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah, I remember, uh, I remember my mom renting that movie when it was a new release. Yeah. And I remember liking it even as a kid. I thought it was boring. I like the part where the ghosts came for the bad ghost.
once in a lifetime. <laughs> I'm with uh, I'm with John Cena on that one. I just said that earlier too. I was like, ah, oh, yes, let's trust these guys named Decepticons. Yeah, you can trust us. We promise. See, on our planet, deception means trust, and trust means deception. And auto means deception. <laughs> Don't trust the Autobots. Gentle robots. How did they fit in here? Okay, the building in the previous, the room in the previous shot is not the same. They're room. a different one now. Yeah, yeah. Clearly. Here, please have access to all of our... No reason. <laughs> please have access to um, the Department of... Uh, national defense in all of our registries. How does this guy know her? Uh, he's her neighbor. I like how he just let himself in. Yeah. Dude, don't you knock? To be fair, he, he was nervous. She's like, I'm only being nice to you because I'm worried that you're going to talk about this. Right. As someone who was like, who actually was like near that level of nervous around like chicks that I liked when I was younger, uh, they never like you <laughs> when you're like that, like wound up. I'll be nice to you if you don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> yeah, I'll be nice. That That's it. Too. I'll be nice to you if you don't tell people about this. You can even tell people at school that we are friends. You can even tell people at school that we are neighbors. <laughs> It's because he's listening to different stations. Give me your shirt, throws it out the window. Ha <laughs> nerd. <laughs> well, nerds can be hot too. Covers his nipples. <laughs> Dude is in great shape. I don't understand what he's being bashful about. 
Why is that more exciting when you can't see? Also, she's wearing a shirt over her shirt. She just wanted his shirt off. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hey, this guy's ripped. We need a 30-second segment where he's shirtless. All right, sweet. I mean, I'm not complaining <laughs> over here. I never complain about the equal i'm i'm equal equal rights when it comes to um sexualization like whenever that shows like women in like bikini armor i'm like if there's not a dude and if there's also a dude in a loincloth then <laughs> it's fair a muscly barbarian in a loincloth then it's fair game yeah dramatically turns off his radio Yeah. Huh, that's a weird line of thinking. We'll double cross them before they double cross us. Hey, it's weird science. Hey, Oingo Boingo. Yeah. It's crashing someone's party. This is one person's party. <laughs> right because she's a di she was a diver oh <laughs> shit <laughs> okay that song that's that song was recent at this uh at this point too the point they the the film is set in and then they died <laughs> i'm competitive he trips and dies hits the rocks that he that wasn't even diving. Well. That was just fucking jumping off of a cliff. 
He's like, oh, I don't want to make you look bad. Also, he wasn't, that didn't seem that high. No, not really. Die, die, die. <laughs> Is this how you die? Shouldn't she probably strip down first? There's a lot of rock, rocks and shit. Yeah, shouldn't she strip down? Come on, movie. You'll strip the guy, but you won't strip the chick. Oh, that's why she didn't strip down. <laughs> it's because she's not doing it. They're like, oh, geez, what a pussy. And it's like, none of you are doing it. That makeup is horrendous. Yeah. Tina. Did people say that in the 80s? What's your damage? I don't think... Hmm. No, I think... I've heard what's your dan I think what's your damage was actually an early nineties phrase. You should get your dead dad to buy you another one. Man, just fight this bitch. Kick her ass. Right. I like how they have an like an Asian friend there to be like, haha, see? Plus size people and minorities can be bullies too. Like what what's the bully squad there for? Like, does that add anything to this movie? <laughs> Push her off the cliff. Revenge is a human concept. I'm mad. <laughs> Revenge only hurts. Uh, I don't know how the saying goes. What are you, 12? They're TPing her mansion. I like how they're in the middle of the street. No, they're in her front yard. And they're just like whipping toilet paper. Just got a bizarre phone call. What a waste of good eggs. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I like how that wakes nobody up. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
Imagine looking out the window and seeing a robot transform and drive away. Right. I see somebody watched the mask. How did that roll over on its own? The personal, right? The personalized plate was you wish. You wish. What? There's no way in tarnation a punch buggy can go that fast. I like how this girl's a bitch at school, so let's, like, cause property damage. It's a good song, but the, uh... It... Uh, I can't drive uh, fifty five by Sammy Hagar. It's it's a pretty good song, but it's uh, it's a little too on the nose here for this scene, in my opinion. I mean, most of the movie has been like that. Fair. <laughs> This song is famously in Back to the Future, part two, when uh, Marty goes back, or goes back uh, to the, into the future, to the alternate 1985 that was created by Biff Tannen. Right. And they're fine. Fuck I'm the police. Show where they fit inside of him when he was transformed, but they're fine. Well, he was only partially transformed, right. and I think it was to to keep them safe. You know, prevent, it feels prevent like just some crushing them. There now, I wasn't on board before, but okay. See ya. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> Transformers, huh? Cool. Cool. <laughs> well, see you later. <laughs> oh, I want Pop-Tarts now. You monster. Mm. It's a poor kid staple, damn it. They're not even cheap, though. Not anymore. I have no idea because I haven't had them in so long. Oh, I haven't either. I just work grocery. They're like six bucks for a box now. How many are in it? Uh, eight. Really? Or yeah, that's not cheap. No, I think no, not eight. It's four. It's four because there's two in each like package. In the two box. in each little foil. Yeah. There's four, and yeah, they're like five-something for a box. She's like, you Nowadays. can have my Pop-Tart, and I'm like, does he eat food? Wishbone, come back. 
Well, if old uh, Rhinox can eat uh, wild bean vines to uh, uh, clear out the old plumbing, then <laughs> why not? Then Bumblebee can eat a Pop-Tart. Battle mode initiated. Vector graphics on. <laughs> Assimilating polygons. <laughs> RGB filter uh, initiated. Analog soundtrack begin. <laughs> Tab soda. <laughs> I like how he's ginger enough to dust off Charlie's hair, but then he tries to like point the marketing brand at the camera and like destroys the, the pop can and then smashes the table. Doesn't kill the dog there. Which considering his mass, he probably would have. How is he so careful in the garage not to scratch that other car? Now the dude's like breaking shit everywhere. The answer, my friend, is plot. Is because. <laughs> <laughs> Pours the coffee out on the... Also, the CGI of that coffee, like, coffee cup thing was astoundingly bad. Or not coffee cup, coffee pot. He's like, doggy wanted a cord? Oh, you want a blender, don't you? <laughs> what is happening? Why is this in the I movie? don't even know. I know, John. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Unlimited power. And let me guess, there's an and Straight up on the screen just said Energon Surge. <laughs> but why would there be an Energon Surge when he's absorbing the electricity? He's not giving off Energon. Unless there was right. a feedback. I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was funny that it said Energon Surge on the army monitor. Well, the Decepticons reprogrammed their shit. Taught them what Energon was. Yeah. Has the word Energon been spoken in this film, though? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's somebody in the comments who will be like, um, actually, her bike is real, and it, it is a 1980 blah 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 and so-and-so. Didn't look like any dirt bike I grew up riding. Bad Bumblebee. Very bad. Well, she had the, uh, the old, uh, milk crate, uh, anchored to the back of it, back of it, which is like a classic, like, welfare bike thing. Welfare basket? Yeah. <laughs> This is a disaster. <laughs> hey, he has a... He, he kind of looks like a bee. 
Yeah, I dig this form. Oh man, that's not good. Big Dick is back in town. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> I like how she's like, oh, what a disaster. This is what you do. You leave and come home later. And then go, what happened here? Right. Why wouldn't she just come home later and be like, what happened here? Who cares? Doing God knows what with. Like, Fixing it? Like, what does her mom think she's doing? Like, fucking the car? <laughs> You brought home that piece of crap without asking me when she told her to go get her own wheels. Yeah, her mom's a bitch. I've been there. Argument one. Now I don't need to explain the mess. <laughs> right i understand the car is um like old but like wash the fucking windshield lady i don't know i like Her, her mom is going about things the wrong way a lot of the time, but, like, I kind of see her mom's perspective. How dare you? Like, I... <laughs> yeah, I, I get where her mom is coming from at times in this film. But I also get where Charlie is coming from, too. I don't get the, oh, you, you brought this, that piece of junk home with, without even asking. Yeah, that, that's weird. You told me to get my own car. And then you drove it without my permission. Yeah. I like how they just believe the Decepticons. They're like, oh yeah, Bumblebee's the bad guy, you're the good guys. Guess I don't I'll think John them. Cena does, though. No. He's just he following orders. Any of them. I thought they were just tackling the black dude. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He pointed his finger and he said, don't run. He protected her. Yep. He's like, sorry about your friend. He's a good bee. I don't like how Transformers in these movies can just sh change forms on the fly. 
Yeah, they transformed from a Harrier jet and a helicopter into a car and then... And then into robot form. Yeah. It was like... Why not just transform into robots? Right? But yeah, I I, I just don't like... And it's been a thing since like the very first like Michael Bay Transformers movie where they can just on the fly scan something and change their form, their alt form. And not a fan, gotta say. The Decepticons are like, yeah, we had it covered, but well, this is awkward because we just wanted to destroy him, but you guys captured him. <laughs> she woke up in her room and it was all a dream. <laughs> Did they just men in black her? They just dropped her off and pretended nothing happened? Oh, never mind. Charlie, why is John Cena here? And who is John Cena? <laughs> and we can't even John see him. Cena? <laughs> oh, there he is. We can't see John Cena anymore, so he's clearly not here, so just go to your room. Yeah, we know. We know everything. We're the government. Because this is America, damn it. All right. Time to put on my leather jacket, my Ramones shirt. I didn't see what shirt it was. There's a lot of wardrobe changes in this to like really highlight her 80s-ness. What Very she's wearing right now looks very like fashion designer view of like the 70s or 80s. If you know what I mean? Yeah. It's too clean and new and like perfect. It's an Instagram model wearing clothes at an 80s photo shoot. Exactly, yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He his outfits feel more genuine. I like what she's wearing right now. That yeah. like that that jacket is really sweet and but like it feels those, Instagram model. Th those pants are great, but like yeah, it, it feels very like Instagram model. Like the color of the jacket. Yeah. Does this kid even know what's going on?
Man, if only that kind of reverse psychology actually worked. Let me tell you, as some the oldest of somebody with like two younger siblings and cousins and stuff growing up, right? It, it fucking doesn't. No. Oh, I want to come to this thing too. No, but I need somebody reliable. That's boring. Oh, now she's putting the helmet on. Because <laughs> she's getting serious. Suddenly we just have a torture scene. Bumblebee's shirtless, tied to the ceiling with chains as they're like punching him in the ribs. Stuck in the middle with you is playing. <laughs> the scientist is just <laughs> watching. Yes! Verk the ribs! <laughs> What what do we have here? Nothing but a greasy freebooter. <laughs> so I was right. They're just work the ribs. They're 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 fucking Colonel Vol Volgan. Like they're going all fucking Colonel Volgan on on Naked Snake here. <laughs> Luckily, they beat the shit out of him in just the perfect way to play R two D 2s hologram. <laughs> I like how it kind of has a bit of a light bright look to it. The hologram. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Like they're nodes rather than just a hologram. Yeah. Shouldn't you be like 20 minutes behind him? Oh, or he's gathering people, right? You think? Convenient. Well, don't blow up like that. <laughs> People also their liquids red. As somebody who's full of liquid and has seen it a couple times, I can tell you that it's mostly red. <laughs> it's not clear ectoplasm. What? Charlie has COVID. <laughs> Why did he deliver the message like that? <laughs> did he rehearse that? Doesn't she have her own room? She just opened his room. It would have been funny if he just delivered the same line. Charlie is in her room. She cannot come out. He has fallen ill. <laughs> he wishes to not be disturbed. <laughs> they executed him. The monsters. You should have made sure that you finished me off. Yeah, one of those things is faster than the others. 
I'm I'm just saying a jet might be a little faster than a helicopter. It... She's gonna do CPR. Robot CPR. Live, damn you! Live. Maybe you Give should give him mouth to mouth. <laughs> Are they literally going to use an electricity gun to um, defibrillator? We need more power. Just plug them into an outlet. It worked before. I'm going to be shocked when he isn't actually dead. <laughs> I've played Resident Evil Code Veronica, okay? I know shock grenades are a thing. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> this is so... What's the word? On the nose that I can't feel anything <laughs> here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's half an hour left yeah. in the movie. Like I <laughs> the metaphorical live, damn you. Live. <laughs> no. And I and that guy's here too for some reason. <laughs> oh, and now his memory is restoring for some reason. Why now? Why now? And now he's gonna be able to fight back. Okay, so I remember for, like, for a while I've been telling you, like, oh, hey, Bumblebee's actually pretty good. But How what I sneak into the base? What I'm, what I'm kind of realizing is... <laughs> not... Well, Bumblebee is good if you're grading it on a curve compared to previous Transformers movies. How'd they sneak into the military base? The door was open. Remember, because, like, um, Afro Boy, like, shut the, the door after they got in there. How'd they, how'd they sneak into the... It kind of just yada, yada, yada that whole thing. It did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but sir he's unconscious he's got a fucking gun god damn it open fire see now he's gonna be badass because he's got his memories back Why are they using rudimentary technology like harpoons? Because it's the 80s? Oh, I thought it was going to be the trope where a little girl elbows a, a grown man once and they go, Ugh! and then they run away. 
He's like, are you John Cena? <laughs> you must. You mustn't be. I can see you. <laughs> Conveniently, there are always boxes for somebody that's hit by a big thing to fall into. They're just knocked out, though. Your primitive. Can Considering the fact that he's, like, made of pure metal and, like, his size and strength, like, him backhanding John Cena like that probably should have, like, shattered bones. Should have splattered him. Yeah. Yeah, they're, like, titanium alloy or, like, adamantium alloy. Unobtainium. Vibranium. Vibranium. Whatever you want. <laughs> the kid gloves are off. Die, humans. Don't worry, he's only shooting the vehicles. I am only killing my own kind. You humans have allied with the Decepticons. You must be stopped. You know, I gotta say, though, this isn't a good look. For them trying to befriend the military. No, not really. Kind of makes John Cena... Right? Guy. It <laughs> makes like, oh, John Cena right. Apart. 30 <laughs> seconds later, he starts blasting everything. Don't worry, they're just knocked out or they managed to run away. Marvel. Marvel. The, that uh, the A-Team thing where, like, everything that they went up against would always culminate in like a car chase where they would just open fire. The A-team would open fire with their machine guns and it would always result in like the car that they were chasing flipping over and exploding, but you would never see anyone actually get shot. No, they're passed out. Yeah. Or in like the 80s G.I. Joe cartoon, like you would always see Cobra like eject from planes. Uh, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Right as they were blown up. Yeah. What's this guy going to do? Buy them some time? I'm still hard, okay? <laughs> what? You're not even going to. You're going to leave me with blue balls, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This guy's sweet. Yeah. Too sweet. How's this guy going to buy time? Black kid in the streets. Don't bother stopping. I like how they don't move that tank in the way of the exit. They just stand there shooting with like a chain link fence. And it was like, you guys are dealing with like giant transforming alien robots maybe get somebody in those tanks they're chasing us with vans <laughs> they don't have seat belts the 80s damage <laughs> i know that seat belts were only enforced in the 70s eight 80s it was the 80s sure. when seatbelts started getting enforced. And it was state by state, I think. 
Or is it federally enforced? I don't know. Don't care. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things like, you know, like wearing bike, like wearing a helmet when you're on a bike or a motorcycle where it's like, it's just it like, it's so ubiquitous now that to the imagine that people to, to imagine a time. Yeah. To imagine a time where like, people just didn't do that is kind of bananas to think about. Like to imagine a time where people didn't wear seatbelts is like protested against seatbelts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Haha, eighties. Yep. Miami Vice, that was a popular show in the 1980s. Somehow that semi manages to stop on a fucking dime. They just avoided dying. Wow, they must have an angel with them. They just... (laughs) An angel? Or a bee. Bumblebee. <laughs> I can only save one kid. You have to choose. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single scratch. Ew, why yeah. did they show it? Yeah. Make the sound and change the camera angle and make people go, ah. I make- don't want to see... Yeah, yeah, make make him like lunge forward. Lunge forward. I don't want to see bodily and, fluids. And then, and then make the uh, the sound effect. Yeah, come on, we know these tricks. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if there was a way you could just coordinate every single satellite, or orbiting Earth, to like somehow deliver like a more powerful message together. Autobot. What Autobot base? There's one Autobot here. Yeah, I was, and he doesn't even have a base. He's just like a dude. <laughs> Send arm. Why? <laughs> Send army for what? Because they saw a hologram being like, this is going to be our meeting point. I'm right behind you. Also, didn't he leave like 10 seconds after Bumblebee biz? did? Where is Optimus? No, oh, he, he stayed on Cybertron. No, he he stayed on Cybertron to buy everyone else time. Uh, my another favorite trope of mine. Go on without me, I'll buy time. We've seen it twice now. I'll hide in this dumpster. Be careful. That's ultimately the thing about these movies is that humans can't do much. They can't do much. So, like, eventually, you have to start wondering why they're part of the story and that's what i mean probably for like older that's what i meant about a family movie right it needs to be like remember what i said at the beginning i'm like but where's her romance where's the her love interest and sure enough like it's very paint by num hollywood's very paint by numbers when it comes to getting a family to come and watch a movie There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I like family movies. Santa Claus, motherfucker. 
You can tell it's Energon because it's green. Okay, see, now the human is doing something. Energon is purple, good sir. But on this planet, it's been it's been green. Remember when he like electrocuted himself and he went all green and it said Energon Surge? Oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah, smash a boat into him. Better grab this tool belt. The ability of, for this protagonist to think on her feet. Dude, he's using some like, like Lucha Libre like moves. What are the um, acrobatics called in WW in in wrestling? Um, what do you mean? Like the high flying kind of like. Uh, I can't remember the term. Ah, risk maneuver. <laughs> My God, he's got a chair. Well, he did pick up something. Thirty-seven in a row. I was just thinking. <laughs> There's always a countdown. Get to the tower! Oh, now they're doing something right. They're taking out the tower. Yeah, he's fight. He's fighting these bigger. This bigger guy, like Rey Mysterio. Hell yeah! Are you thinking like uh, cruiserweights? Yeah. Um, high flyers. Yeah, high flyers. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Just that term. Wait, you can transform into a helicopter and you've been fighting him on the ground? Nice. <laughs> That's one way. You th hey, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you think these chains can hold? Fuck, it rips them apart. I like that missiles, you know, high velocity, like armor piercing rounds don't do anything. You just chain a motherfucker up. But I guess it got wedged in between his joints and, and stuff. So I can suspend my disability. Uh, my disability. <laughs> if you want a sneak peek, folks, I can't suspend my disability. Not even for a day. <laughs> Neither can I. I think that's uh, barely on a barely on a minute to minute basis. <laughs> that's entering our uh our inside jokes now immediately immediate <laughs> classic suspend my I, I can't suspend my disability <laughs> that's oh that's fucking great man 
What was I even trying to say? Oh, suspend my disbelief. <laughs> oh, with like a chain ripping a robot apart. Yeah. When missiles don't even do the trick. But apparently that one that was like the golden gun missile right there. <laughs> you know what? Fuck missiles and energy blasters and lasers and shit. Give Bumblebee like a Kratos chain. <laughs> Oh, the, the fucking Blades of Chaos. Fuck yeah. So in that uh, God of War uh, 2018 game, uh, you spend like the first half of it or so like uh, wielding this axe that you can throw and upgrade and whatnot, and it's pretty hype. Uh, but there's a moment... Uh, there's a moment where like Kratos like goes and like pulls something out from, like, underneath the, like, baseboards of his cabin, and you find out that it's the Blades of Chaos, and it actually, like, unlocks them as, like, weapons throughout the rest of the game. It's... Like, I'm not even, like, a huge fan of, like, the old God of War games, but, like, at that moment when the Blades of Chaos, like, showed up in the game, I'm like, sweet. <laughs> you know what? The choreography and the fights in this are actually are actually better than the other movies I've seen. Oh, absolutely. Like they're they're just simple. Right? Like they're just punching each other and using like blades even though they have missiles and you'll kill us both. Why would this kill them? Oh. There's a boat. <laughs> but still But still, how did he know? Yeah. Oh. But wait, no movie for this. <laughs> All right, now strip down and take a dive. <laughs> <laughs> for your old Uncle Rhinox. I like how she has perfect form. It never goes away. <laughs> And we're allowed to say Rhinox is the young, creepy conservative uncle because, like, he literally joins. He, he's literally the bad guy in his end days. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even start the trucker thing before I knew that. Now give him mouth to mouth. Just like in. <laughs> we're, we're getting all the tropes out. I like how she dives in to save a robot. When she could get electrocuted or something. But hey, I don't know how Energon works. Man, the the dive at the end. Does the actress dive? Like why why is that a part of the movie? She looks good with messed up makeup. I just looked it up and uh old Haley Steinfeld was twenty-two at the time of the making of this movie, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, he's a good guy. For what? No, really, why is he thinking? I know we have been no talking. idea. <laughs> I'm good now. He's good so that he can be good in the next movie.
<laughs> I would be like, why would he salute you back? Also, what he respects him now because he finds out he's a soldier from another planet. Listeners are probably like, oh my god, weren't you paying attention? It's because of this and this. But as far as I'm concerned, I've been watching this movie. And he just crashed his helicopter and is good now. He had a moment with Bumblebee. Right. This guy, sh this guy shows up. He's like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> that was a good, that was good. <laughs> at the end of the day, they're still teenagers, right? Yeah. You yeah. My mom? He looks at his arm. He has fucking huge laceration. <laughs> Is that an MTV shirt? Uh, no. I couldn't. I think it's a Nirvana shirt. Never rind. Never, Never mind. mind. This is a or it's just something abstract. We need to say goodbye for some reason. But you're not my problem anymore. So go. Go on. Just just get out of here. Go. Go. <laughs> Please go. Please go. <laughs> By making Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Travel down the world and back again. I think, um, even though it was like kind of forced, him being like, I'm gonna buy you some time to stay behind is so that she has like that solo scene where she saves the day, right? Because that's always what happens is that Shia LaBeouf or whatever the protagonist is gets separated and needs to prove that they're, they can do things on their own. Oh, and now he wants to be a Camaro. She's like, reasons. dude, I could have been driving this. Okay, I'm coming with you. <laughs> Does a sick burnout, puts dust in her face. <laughs> Fuck you too. <laughs> Eat my dust, bitch. You didn't want to come with me, so. Uh. Optimus, is that you? There's just like a Lego like hologram of a human inside. <laughs> Peter, that, where have you as, been? As we've seen, <laughs> as we've seen, they can like cast project like holograms of humans in them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's even canon in the Michael Bay movies. No, no, that that was definitely a thing in 
uh, that first G1. Michael Bay movie. Yeah, yeah. And in G1, we saw that too, I think. Like yeah. Mirage. Yeah. Family values. They came through for her at the end. I don't know about you, but as a young adult, I would have pieced off with the alien robot. Yeah. Like she's going to leave. And 100%. Like to college in like six months anyway. Might as well go with the sweet robot that can transform into a Camaro. Robot Wars. Oh, you know, just the the old uh, battle for robot planet. <laughs> Empire. She's like, ooh, I like chicks. <laughs> and then this music plays, and he laughs. Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, so do I. <laughs> Did he? Wow, Optimus has got a fucking dad bod going on. <laughs> it's the flying V. She's like, well, time to work on a normal car. That's the same car she was working on? Shit. <laughs> Guess she had a few hundred extra dollars for the paint job. Probably more than hundred. Couple thou? Yeah. I, I have that, no idea. 80s Deceptibucks. What were houses? Like $35 in a box of blueberries? <laughs> I... <laughs> Your father and I bought our huge house for <laughs> for five installments of $100 in a box of oranges. That whole field down there full of condos? Orange groves. It used to be orange groves as far as the eye could see. Well, I mean, if uh, Al Bundy could afford a uh, a mortgage, then... That's really telling of the, the times. The time, yeah. <laughs> a dude can afford a two-story, like, gigantic fucking house. Well, afford. They ate, like, cardboard for... Yeah, yeah, but still, he was still able to get a mortgage working a, like, dead-end, like, basically minimum wage, like, shoe salesman job. These type of credit sequences were really in in the 2010s. Yeah. 
Marvel movies did them. Yeah, um, I blame um, the iPod like commercials for starting that trend, the silhouetted trend. Do you remember? Yeah. It'd have like a white or a black background. It would just be solid silhouettes <clears throat> of people like dancing, listening to their iPods. Right, right. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember because there was a meme uh, probably like 10 years ago where it was like, I quit. And it was like the silhouette of a person who had hung themselves. But they <laughs> that, like they had hung themselves with an iPod. <laughs> like with like the, the cord of their ear. That's high quality cord. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I think that uh, aesthetic... Yeah, it was definitely like turn of the uh, 2000s to 2010 decade. Yeah, well, this in um, like that kind of end credit sequence, though, was like very, very popular in blockbuster films in the like mid to late 2010s. Doesn't seem to be much of a thing anymore, but. Well, there it is. We did it. We did it. We watched Bumblebee. Oh, we watched Bumblebee. It was Bumblicious. It was Bumblicious. What do you think of it, good sir? Well, uh, here on Too Much Hitter, John. Uh, <laughs> are we doing our rating system? Sure. Here on Too Much Energon, we rate whatever the fuck we're watching or reading or playing. Uh, at any given time on the too much energon scale, which ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Uh, Cal, what are you what are you gonna rate uh, Bumble the old Bumblelicious? That's a solid, sufficient amount of of energon for me. Yeah, it it did not wow me, but it was. Um... It had a little more, like the the diving thing. Yeah. <laughs> and why? So she could dive at the end I, <laughs> to go and save a robot that doesn't yeah. breathe. <laughs> I doesn't mean... breathe. She just went down and like touched its face, and he like opened his eyes. She didn't like do mouth to mouth or give him. Like, just to. Was... To be fair, that is good storytelling at a very basic level because you're having something. You're essentially like you're introducing a gun and firing it by the end of the script. Like it's. But the thing it, is, it, it reminds me of um, writing short stories in high school. You're like, oh shit, right. The diving thing. Um. It's introducing a gun and then going, oh, shit, right. Um, the character has a gun. Oh, and so they just shoot it in the air at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I, that's the, the, point that I, the, the point that I was trying to make was that, like, at a very basic level, that is good. That is functional storytelling. It's fun functional <laughs> storytelling. But, but it's also very, like very like film school like first year film school level of storytelling you know what would have made more sense 
if when she was doing like the CPR on him after he was like killed, right? If she knew how to like how engines worked and she knew how to like hotwire like a car, that jump started him. Her and that would have actually cars. tied into the whole '80s thing too, because like fucking '80s movies were just rife with people like hotwiring cars. You're you're welcome. <laughs> transformers movie but yeah because she knows how cars work and the in and out showed her being a gearhead but at the end her being a diver mattered instead of her being a a grease monkey Eh. so it it gets uh it barely gets a it's a lukewarm sufficient amount of energon for me because it was very paint by numbers yeah how about how about you uh it also gets a sufficient amount of energy on uh, a low sufficient amount of energy on uh, just enough energy on to send a signal out to be detected by earth satellites i love that opening sequence on cybertron yeah it's fucking fire man and and then it goes back to earth and then we go back to Earth, and... There's a lot of holes. I like Charlie enough as a character. And there's some fun antics with her and Bumblebee. The antics and, were the best parts. And John Cena is John Cena, and John Cena is always a delight. Every There's like two parts. The part where at the beginning where they're playing paintball and then in the boardroom and then like no other time there's like two lines delivered from him in the entire right. movie that are enjoyable and then the other time he's just like arm are there's always an antagonistic army man in these transformers movies yeah still amazed uh, that they didn't like you know like use tanks or anything <laughs> um so i don't get the home base thing like why like that's the the autobot base tons of plot holes in this film like why why was the decepticons discovering earth such a catastrophic thing like to the degree that optimus prime sent bumblebee away to earth to i guess prevent the Decepticons from discovering Earth, but then he gets to Earth, and then... That's their meeting point. Immediately, the Decepticons discover Earth because Bumblebee is there. And then now, he goes... another and... plot hole I just found. They thought they killed Bumblebee. They right. didn't behead him or anything. They just, like, shot him with energy. But they still went to go send the Decepticon signal back to Cybertron. Why? Oh, because that's going to be the meeting place, right? Kinda. The movie doesn't really explain it very well. Like, it... At the end, like, it kind of all starts to somewhat make sense, but, like, the... It doesn't... The, it doesn't feel like a natural progression through the narrative of the film. No. It's not a very well-written film. Is what I'm saying. So, barely sufficient amount of energy on. Yeah, it, it's 
it's there. It's there. See, they t they show us that she's a diver with, instead of telling us by having her dive at the very end. But they show us that she's a diver in the VHS tape that Bumblebee watches. Exactly. They they tell us that, and then they show us her diving at the end of the film to save Bumblebee. Except that there's nothing. What is she going to do? Grab an eight ton <laughs> transformer and like swim up to the surface? I swear to God, I was expecting that. <laughs> I was like, what is she going to do? She's going to grab the chains that Bumblebee used to like rip apart like random Decepticon guy and just like random the blue one <laughs> and like swim up and then just pull him up. Yeah, as she gets to shore, just like pull, pulls the chain toward her to pull, drag Bumblebee to shore. And then I wouldn't be surprised with these fucking movies. Honestly. I think they need to go full cheese, just like Fast and Furious. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they need to go like over the top cheesy, like that kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would, I would prefer they just have a movie that is just like the first like three minutes of this film, but the, the War for the Cybertron best parts were when it showed the Autobots and Decepticons fighting on Cybertron. Yeah, and the thing is, is like there there isn't even any plot tied to that. Like there's no story tied to any of that. It's so just robots fighting. Jesus like that. It's robots fighting on Cybertron. And it is infinitely more interesting than anything else that goes on in the movie that actually does have plot yeah. tied to it. Which is a bad sign. When robots just shooting at each other is, is more interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the more I talk about it, I think my rating might actually go down. I think it I might actually generous. I, I I think it might actually like sink down to not enough energon. And again, grading on a curve. Grading on a curve, it gets a sufficient amount. To the rest of the tra live action Transformers films, not the 1986 film, because that is like the gold standard right there. Yeah. That, is, that is the holy grail. But like. You know what? I think me too. It, it, Mine's going yeah. down to not enough energon. Yeah, yeah. The more we talk about it, the more I'm like just thinking about it sitting on its own. It's not. Like, it's fine it, while I'm watching it, but, like, it's... I, I'm not going to watch it again. <laughs> it's not a good movie, but, like, compared to the other, but like, live-action... Transformers action, movie. <laughs> exactly. Compared to the other live-action Transformers films, it's not bad. Now, it's the best of them. So, it sounds it's like a very we're, both, low bar. we're both actually changing <laughs> ours to Not Enough Energon. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's unanimous. <laughs> uh, and that being said, that makes me kind of hopeful for um i was gonna say kingdom um uh the next empire <laughs> um <laughs> the, the the beast wars one i really rise of the beasts they, rise of the beasts there we go i really hope they don't just introduce the maximals in the last like half hour 
Yeah, same. I don't think so. It seems like they're introduced earlier based on the, the trailer. But trailers can be de- deceiving. Trailers I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned about the fact that they have not announced a voice actor for Cheetor yet, but they've announced like the rest of the voice cast. Like, is he not gonna? Is he gonna be like Bumblebee's trope and not talk? Yeah, and I don't want that. That that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> and yeah, I don't he want needs that to be like a like a surfer kid. Yeah, like he needs to be like like Ultra Gear, like he. He needs to uh, refer to Ronnie Primal at least once <laughs> in the movie as uh, Big, Big Bot. Bot. If I don't hear that, I, I'm rioting. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say was that watching this kind of gives me high hopes. Because, like, the potential for things to be good. Like, I just watched this. The potential for it to be good is huge. Yeah. But they just kind of water it down so it's kind of like something you could go watch with your grandma and your like eight-year-old that's what i mean by family movie it's just right paint by numbers and okay yeah the 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 movie has okay (laughs) uh, this movie has like a vibe like they're they're definitely going for like a like a 1980s like john hughes or like steven spielberg type vibe 80s they fail but they're clearly trying that that's what they're going for in my opinion yeah yeah 80s are like the it um stranger things like late 2010s the 80s started making like it's it's comeback oh even before that now we're at a point where like 90s nostalgia is a thing that's weird i mean you and i it makes sense because we were kids during the 90s but it's it's a sign of the times it's a sign of how old we are or like what 90s nostalgia but 90s was only no no 90s nostalgia i get it's 2000s nostalgia that i don't understand i haven't witnessed that yet except on tiktok where gen z makes like 2000s nostalgia videos like emo right and new metal and they're like, oh, right. guys, remember this? And they play like Linkin Park. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean, remember this? Or they're like listening to my dad's rock and they're like playing Nirvana and they're like, and I'm like, hmm. at least that makes sense, though. Dad music, am I right? And it's like fucking Limp Bizkit. Dad music, am I right? And it's Limp Bizkit, and it's like, ooh. Ooh. Ah. I had a, a, one of the, uh, one of the kids at my work um, asked me uh, a little while ago, he was like, hey, have you ever heard of the band uh, Korn? And I'm like, I I grew up in the 90s, my dude. Of course I've heard of Korn. Have, Have you ever heard of the band Korn? (laughs) and he'll ask me questions like that uh every now and then and to be fair like this kid like really cool kid he's like uh 18 and he is like he's into older media he play like he watches older films he listens to bands from eras before his time like he uh plays retro video games a lot 
So he's basically like me when <laughs> when I was his age. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, so it's pretty cool. But like he'll he'll come up to me and be like, "Hey, have you ever heard of the band Corn? Have you ever like seen a movie called The Matrix?" Stuff like that. And That's I'm amazing. always just I'm always just like, yes. Yes, I have. I grew up in the nineties. I I am familiar with these things, yes. It's cool that you are too, that that you're discovering this, but like yeah, I was there for it. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, you that band Red Hot Chili Peppers? Uh he he actually went and saw the offspring live recently. Oh, that's kind of rad. And before he before he told me about it that he was going, he was he prefaced it with, "Hey, Christopher, have you ever uh, heard of a band called The Offspring?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I've heard of The Offspring." <laughs> Amazing. Uh, anyway, that was uh, episode 106 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show is go to Patreon dot com slash lasercomb l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b we're at the single five dollar gary tier you get bonus preamble audio you get uh commentary tracks you get our news and current events program lasercomb tonight and you get the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast the lasercomb podcast so if you want to get a if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. If you want to get into the chopper. <laughs> if you want to get into the chopper with John Cena, <laughs> go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, Terminator movie with John Cena? No, but there should be. It, it felt so right that I had to ask first. <laughs> He should be the well. soldier coming back from the future to fight the Terminator. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I would watch uh, that. I'm just saying. Follow can me. We get, can we get that happening? <laughs> that franchise is... I, that franchise is dead at this it's point, done. I think. Like, the last, like, few movies have, like, bombed at the box office and they keep trying and, like, new sequels just keep, like bombing so i want them to do well too but they're not great no uh follow me on twitter while it still exists at lasercomb spelled the same way l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b or you can follow the show proper at too much energon cal they can follow you yes yes you can follow me uh at twitter uh after it stops existing <laughs> at neocal n-e-o underscore k-a-l <laughs> your twitter game is just so strong that you will outlive the platform i'll ascend beyond twitter <laughs> well, i'll uh, have my geocities account back <laughs> with little animated like particle effects and, <laughs> and your ICQ number in the uh, <laughs> the contact me page. Hell yeah. Uh, we will be back probably not next week, but uh, we'll whenever, whenever it actually happens, we, we'll we will be back, be back uh, on the next episode with 
uh, of Too Much Energon, uh, where we will be continuing our holiday special, where we're going to be doing a thing. We're going to be doing a thing, a secret thing. Going to be going to be playing a game playing a game of sorts playing a game the only of way sorts. to truly win is to not play <laughs> which is why winners don't do drugs <laughs> <laughs> or is that winners winners don't use, use drugs winners yeah. don't use drugs there we go uh, i i will say that i've been called a loser at many points in my life so hey man let me just tell you Loser was one of the nicer things I could have been. <laughs> uh, anyway. Whenever I heard that growing up, I'd be like, or goof. I'd be like, goof, loser. Like, what is this, the 50s? In the uh, the aforementioned shithole shit town that I live in, apparently uh, goof is a, it means you're a pedophile. 